0: Yo MTG Taps is sponsored by LegitMTG.com Strategies, streams, and singles LegitMTG has it all Oh yeah, and now us So check us out every Friday. Friday On LegitMTG.com And stop back every weekday for more great Magic the Gathering content and product
1: I wonder who my competition tonight gonna be I know it ain't gonna be nobody up in here Stay up in here, Stay up in here. Magnetic, Magnetic. Magnetic. fourteen. W An Organized campaign, I'm on my third route. The album just dropped, I'm trying to get the word out. Superhero theme music, Ron sleep, walking, snoring. The less for art was recorded. My first stop was sway in the morning. Was written by Heather B. Toto was a fan since the real world on MTV. Now I MC, five fingers of death, couldn't chin-check me Not before, I had to get bars right Rehearsing, was asked about my upbringing How long I've been working And Sway's hair rap, little bigger hand person Was rhyming like it was a wake-up show Homie tough, I got raps for days Gotta say something for Tony Touch My phone is gone. sorry, I can't talk right now I'm busy, traveling, making my rounds I sat down next on the schedule Was static selective. the show yo. Hey
0: everybody, welcome back to Yo! I'm TG Taps, I'm Big Head
2: Joe. I'm um, Steven Marshall. Steven Marshall! During the daytime. Steve daytime Holt. cast. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever done that, have we?
0: No, we've done it once or twice. Oh, okay. We've done it a couple times. Steven's home. He was about to go leave the house and go... Get lifted. Get lifted. And at the gym. At the gym, yeah. Not, yeah, he's, he's not that crazy. It's not even noon yet. And I was... Just getting back from the grocery store, and talking to him about this really good CD that just came out. By I have to look at the name because I don't remember because they're pretty new.
2: It's like who the hell's Chris? Right? Vic or...
0: Spencer and Chris Crack put out an album together called "Who the F, F
2: is that's right. Chris
0: Spencer?" With two question marks because screw correct punctuation. Uh oh. I guess it's daytime, so there's action and activity.
2: Well, now now the recycling man's coming.
0: Oh, man. Yeah.
2: It's a yep. mile a minute.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nonstop action for your dog. That's pretty great. We had a pretty busy weekend in terms of magic, activity. There was the pro tour, which I was too tired to remember was coming up when we recorded last week. I was like, I don't know what we were talking about. It happens, I think, every single time there's a pro tour. I go, I don't know what we'll talk about next week. and I can't think of anything. And then there's a pro tour. and I'm, Oh yeah, <laughs> the pro tour. That's probably pretty important. So the pro tour happened. And man, so, you know, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but Magic players think that most things are uh, a total disaster. And think that most things are the end of the world such such as the banning of Splinter Twin and Summer Bloom to a lesser extent and my god did this top eight just fan those flames like crazy (laughs) talk talk about diversity in the pro tour Uh, six Eldrazi decks two infinity decks welcome to modern like alright shut up you know like The biggest, I think, uh, JVL actually had posted it on Facebook that, like, you know, really the biggest indicator of, you know, the diversity of the format is the overall breakdown of the entire day. Yes, there was one deck that dominated, but that's because there was one team that broke the format. Good for them. There's a few teams. (laughs) Well, true, but you know, it's just it's one of those things where it's like the field wasn't sixty percent. Eldrazi decks, seventy-five percent Eldrazi decks. Just the top eight, you yep. know. The top eight was seventy-five percent Eldrazi decks, but the but the field wasn't. The field was evenly distributed between that affinity, uh, burn, you know, those sort of things. Uh, burn had a really poor showing. Poor, poor, whoa, poor. Whoa. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it was the best weekend possible to sell my burn deck because that's what I did. So.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah. Well, you know. Um, some stuff going down that I'll let y'all in on it eventually, but yeah, so so that was, you know, I, I looked at everything, and I was like, oh, okay, those aren't spiking, <laughs> <That's> not, <laughs> that deck isn't spiking, so got rid of it, uh, and uh, the funniest thing, so I gotta give big props, first of all, I know they're not our sponsor, uh, Legit MTG is our sponsor, but I have to give props to Card Kingdom for this reason, like two days before the Pro Tour started. I was putting together a little little buy list and I put three endless ones on the buy list, 30 cents each. (laughs) (laughs) And then like two days later, they're on the buy list for $2 each. And I'm like, oh, great. You missed a window last night, late at night, last night, or was it last night? I don't remember. But at some point they were on the buy list for $4 each.
2: Oh, um, snap.
0: I know, but they're back down to two now. So I was just like, oh, man. I saw it and I was like, I should message Steven, but I think that, like, I think it was, like, like really late. And I was just like, okay, I'm not going to bother, bother him. But they were briefly $4 each.
2: Oh, God. I would ship them in a second for yeah, that.
0: I know. I know. So <laughs> well, anyway, I messaged them and I was like, look, y'all, you know, I know that, you know, this isn't really the way things usually go. But I sell a lot of cards to y'all and, you know, I kind of did this without really thinking about it, and there's only three of them, you know, and I was just wondering if you'd honor the the $2 buy list price, and they said, this one time, sure, you know, like, there's only three of them, they didn't care, they did it, It which is really cool, they didn't have to do that. Basically, I said, well, if if you won't, I just want them back, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) I just want them back, because I don't want to sell them for $0.30 each. So, but they were totally cool about it and they totally gave me the $2 price. And if it, if it was like 60 of them, they probably wouldn't have, but it was three. They were like, whatever, you know, oh, man. This, is a, this is a dude that sends us cards all the time. Just give them the extra couple bucks. So very cool of them.
2: That's to about do. how many I got. <laughs>
0: right, right. Well, they're buying them at two bucks each right now, about 60 of them. So, hmm. um, you, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best price out there. You might want to shop around a little bit. Or we might want to hold on to them. They might go up from there, but who knows. Uh, obviously, like uh, we've been kind of talking about without directly describing it, the dominating deck of the day was the Eldrazi deck. Now, there wasn't just one. There were two different Eldrazi decks. Uh, do you have these lists up by any chance? I sure as hell don't.
2: Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got the top eight up. Cool.
0: Um, would you mind just running down... One of those lists?
2: Yeah, sure. So there was like a team face-to-face slash channel fireball, like worked together on, on one of the lists. And so they had this colorless, like almost entirely. like Yeah, actually it was entirely colorless. Were they
0: oh, the, the ones list. that won the tournament? No. Okay. Um, who won?
2: Uh, it was uh, JC or uh, I can't pronounce his name. They were just calling him JC Tao. And cool. he had this blue-red Eldrazi list that it was like, east west bowl team or whatever is like i think like maybe like 20 guys or something like that and they put like two copies in the top eight and had like just a ridiculous uh constructed record
0: are you calling it east west bowl because it was blue red i don't know because you know the the two teams oh. one, one team was wearing blue uniforms one team was wearing red uniforms and you had sky spawner vile aggregate it could be <laughs> I kind of like East-West Bowl. I kind of I kind of really like that. Uh, and also, speaking of Key and Peele, uh, I don't know if you watched it or if any of you watched the Lee and Morris uh, stream last night from the Super Bowl. They did a live stream where they were doing commentary on the entire Super Bowl as these two characters, Lee and Morris, and it was streaming on Squarespace.com. Oh, my God, it was so funny. I didn't even watch Super Bowl. But I watched, but I listened to the the stream while I sorted cards, and I got a feel for what was going on in the game without them being allowed to name players, teams, the game itself to describe plays as they were happening, all these different things they could not do and they had a guy named Legal Larry who was sitting there on the side with a gavel, and every time they'd do something they couldn't do, he would like hit the gavel like, "Don't say Twitter, you can't say twitter like. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really funny. Uh, so that was really awesome. But anyway, East West Bowl,
2: key appeal,
0: yeah. great yeah. skit. If you've never seen it,
2: so I think ah um, uh, doesn't say how many people are on the yeah. So only four people are playing the blue red Eldrazi deck. Mm-hmm. Um, but two of them made top eight, and the deck went nineteen and one in construction on day one.
0: Madness, utter madness. <laughs>
2: so I, I would say that's safe to say they broke it. Anyone. Yeah he won the pro tour. So I'm going to I'm going to put that down as broke it.
0: Eldrazi Sky Spawner wins the El- pro tour. <laughs>
2: yeah, basically very good draft deck wins the modern pro tour.
0: Pretty cool. And, uh, that, that is a that is a big story. I think that the biggest story from the weekend, I know we, I told you to talk about the colossal Eldrazi deck and I still haven't let you. But I think that like the biggest story from the weekend is the fact that these decks were allowed to exist. I think... And this is this is just me. This is what I'm saying. I think that... Because I said from the start... When they were before the bannings... That they should ban Temple and I. I did say that. Mm-hmm. Remember me saying that?
2: Yeah, we th- both said like, it, I, but they won't do it for commercial reasons.
0: Yeah, no, and I think that them not banning those two cards prior to this Pro Tour, was a total marketing stunt. <laughs> Utter marketing stunt. Because that's what the Pro Tour is. The Pro Tour is, like, Wizards' biggest marketing event. You know? To market this game to, especially to competitive players, uh, but more importantly, just to consumers in general, just to people who would want to buy the game, to buy the packs. And for them to not ban these two cards that were obviously going to uh, create... Uh, very broken decks in this format, I think was just a total marketing ploy on their part to be like, see how powerful our new set is. You should buy our cards and play our game. And you know, I mean, fine, fine. But my God, they better ban them in two months. Like, really like, holy crap. Like, okay, you, you, you did it. Congratulations, wizards. Your marketing stunt was a success. Although it had the, the, the backfire of all the people who were still sore about Splinter Twin, because they owned Splinter Twins, uh, totally feeling justified in their complaints that banning Splinter Twin wasn't going to make the format more diverse, which I don't, you know, I disagree with that statement uh, 100%, because I think that the format is still plenty diverse. I just think that, you know, they did uh you know they really did let their premier product their current product be featured heavily in the uh in their promotional event so uh you know good job good work good marketing but i but i think that it was a very very dumb decision in terms of a uh you know actual health of the format sort of
2: uh, I don't, <laughs> I, I think once you're going to have a modern pro tour, you're just going to have to have like repeated bandings just to shake things up because it's more likely for pros to just break a format. And when they break an internal format, the only way to shake it up is with bandings. Right. So the well, real, what, problem, the real problem is that goes, they have a modern sorry. pro tour. That's it.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. No, it's absolutely true. That's what I think we said that on the show a couple weeks ago, too. I'm not sure if, we probably did.
2: Yeah, we've said that multiple times. So yeah. Where
0: really, you just cannot have a Modern Pro Tour if you want Modern to be an accessible format. Because you just can't. Because now, uh, I think Josh Clater was on Facebook this morning, was freaking out that the price of Painter's Servant is now like $38 or something. And the price of Worship is like $60. Why <laughs> is Worship a $60 card?
2: you know i mean uh, it wasn't reprinted it's good as like an infect card or a boggles card i guess i actually have no actually you no know what i don't know i have no idea why worship would be that much it's a uh, it's a stupid edh card it's uh it's an underplayed modern card cuz it's playable in modern in my opinion yeah, but sure. the, the supply on it's just very low it hasn't been reprinted i don't it's... think
0: but, no it, no it's been it's been in like one of the core sets i believe
2: yeah, it was an eighth edition, right? I want to say.
0: Oh, I guess I'm not that much of a nerd where I just type worship into Google and uh, and magic cards pop up. Okay, so <laughs> ninth edition.
2: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: So is it was Um
2: ninth? Yeah, and so the other the other problem, or the actually other... no,
0: seventh, eighth, ninth Urza saga.
2: Okay, well then I have no idea why it's expensive.
0: Four freaking sets. Weird. Yeah, uh... and it is currently on Star City. It is currently, oh, okay. Those are four, no, never. Okay, he might have been looking at TCG mid or something. They're they're completely sold out on on Star City, so wow. maybe somebody spiked them out. You know what I mean? Because right now they're sold out at like four dollars each. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyway. So so, oh, anyway. so just a buyout.
2: Okay, yeah. But uh, the other the other thing it brought up was that you watch these matches with these Eldrazi decks that basically function off of Iavugan. Of and Eldrazi temple and basically you have to mull like any hand that doesn't have one of those two, two, two lands in it which is kinda crazy um because yeah you can have like just ridiculous starts where it's like uh this happened in like one of LSV's matches where you just have uh turn 1 I have Ugin, Eldrazi um mimic Eldrazi mimic <laughs> cuz you can just play those for free now and then turn 2 Eldrazi Temple, Thought Not Seer, Crack for Eight, and, and it's just like, yeah, you can just end the game very quickly, and it just looks completely broken, and it just makes it when you look at like the 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 ban list, you're like, sort of the meat. Good thing that thing's banned. Wouldn't want that, just wrecking the format right now. Or Bloodbraid right. Elf, that was just <laughs> whew, couldn't right. can't allow that in the modern format. Right, right. Um, but yeah, I mean. We we looked we, we mentioned Eye of Ugin as a potential ban, but like they just wouldn't do it because why would they not want a bunch of their new cards being prominently featured on the Pro Tour?
0: True. No, it's right. Uh, it's right. It's Like I said, total marketing stunt. I get uh, it. I think it was wrong. I think that they should have banned it, but they didn't, and they got what they wanted.
2: Well, so. I mean, we, we had some SCG events, and... Eldrazi didn't really make a peep although most of the pro teams were testing for the modern pro tour so they weren't like you know out there running those decks right you know? and
0: they're not no no team is gonna run their deck out in like a, a small event like an open you know
2: uh some have done that before which is kind of weird like remember when um uh I think michael Majors played that green white deck and actually either won or got second place um oh, right that was actually the deck that team was on <laughs> like everyone was just running like the deck they thought was the best like they just were like ah who cares we'll just go to the open and see what happens and then he got like second and then the, the deck won the next week and then it was like the most played deck at the pro tour mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so but that that didn't happen with modern this time around because uh this deck was clearly broken and it just didn't really show up in size at the top tables of that scg event it might just be that the pilots weren't there um true and it might be something that's Possible to hate out. I mean, um, main deck Blood Moon now seems like a pretty good idea. Um, There were at times decks dependent almost entirely on land destruction when Tron was a big thing. Um, Shaheen, I think Shaheen Sarani, he played a – it was like a blink deck with um avalanche riders, boom bust uh, restoration angels, and just up just mono land destruction that are you sure
0: he see. he would play a deck that is an esper though are you sure it was he short he did
2: it, he did it
0: huh okay all right
2: um, um
0: Josh has also been really 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 like hyped up on a um on a land destruction deck as well
2: I mean now's the time <laughs> yeah if ever yeah uh i think they'll we'll see if if the format can hate this out if not then yeah clearly i have boogan's heading for a ban um because yeah it was six of the top eight decks and the games were just like yeah when you just watch the matches like (laughs) the things got out of control very 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 quickly yeah yeah and they become pretty lopsided especially depending on the player draw
0: yeah it just seems it seems like a crazy unfair deck and that's the interesting thing was that um that I, I guess I, I found on someone else on Twitter, I don't remember who said it on Twitter, but you know, all top eight decks were decks that can generate two mana on turn one. So, you know, that's says something about how powerful that is. You know, two mana on turn one, four mana, turn two is like is very unfair and and something that needs to be kept out of the format, I think. So but yeah, yeah yeah, uh and then uh, again, Affinity the other were the other two decks in the top 8. Was there anything I didn't actually see the lists was there anything different about these or did you just stock Affinity lists?
2: Uh they had four Master of Ethereum and four Steel Overseer, so some people had like been split between those two previously, but these are just four and four.
0: Okay, okay. Wow. All right.
2: That's um, but that was pretty that's heavy. pretty much it. They cut down on x Champions and I think that was probably that was correct because there's all these Eldrazi running around, and that champion doesn't really do anything. his yeah. creatures.
0: Yeah, so that's a, that was a good prediction on their part to uh, not waste a deck slot on that crap. <laughs> Basically,
2: yeah, like that had been like kind of like the finisher in this deck previously. Uh, mm-hmm. Pascal Menard actually cut them all from the main deck.
0: I can see that. I mean, especially and- especially if you're like anticipating. Uh, bunch of endless ones <laughs> you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna do much with that you pretty much i think you want to stick with like your vault scourges ornithopters the plating on them and take to the sky more than anything um now again, you know sky spawners a great blank for that,
2: oh know? yeah, <laughs> so that's
0: uh it's crazy how those decks were getting attacked on on both uh both fronts and how just how much burn didn't show up it's pretty sad.
2: Yeah, I mean, burn was there. It
3: just couldn't. Make it was it the there. Top.
0: Right, right. It was like it was again. It was one of the most played decks mm-hmm. in the field. About I think they said it was roughly thirteen percent. I can't. I don't have the actual breakdown in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it was about thirteen percent of the field was burn.
2: Yeah, and I can't imagine it has a very good matchup versus the Eldrazi deck. No, no, not at all. Because it's just as fast as the Amulet Bloom deck. Yeah, but a little more consistent and plays yeah. like creatures consistently.
0: Yeah, isn't that, isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? Good job, uh, wizards. Good job.
2: So yeah, basically within the top eight, there were two main uh, Eldrazi decks. So there's the colorless deck that team that uh, the channel so channel fireball and team face to face like worked together on this deck, and they all ran the same version.
0: Uh-huh. And
2: I think they were going over the numbers, and they had a better win rate than when they had Cobble. If
0: cool. that tells you
2: anything. Uh, yeah, so that deck was four Eldrazi mimic, which just leads like the most explosive. Openings because you can. If you have uh, either Eldrazi Temple or Eye of Ugin, you can play those turn one. And if you have Eye of Ugin, you can play you can just dump any of them in your hand for free. Yeah. Uh, four Endless One. All right. Uh, four Matter Reshaper. Four Reality Smasher. Four Simeon Spirit Guide, just to make the deck a little faster, you know? Uh,
0: currently $22 each.
2: Simeon Spirit Guide is
0: $22 each.
2: The Common.
0: $22.
2: Wow, I looked at buying those when I saw that they were running that. Because I'm just like, well, every broken deck runs that card. I should have done that. Yeah. Eh, oh, well. Uh, two spell Skype main deck. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And kind of a nod. And that's probably why. Uh, just outside the top eight. Because uh, I think Team Pantheon was on Infect. Yeah. Which is another, like, you know, broken early combo deck. Uh, and four Thought Not Seer, which everyone was saying was the best card in the deck. Yeah. Just because, yeah. Turn two, <laughs> disruption interaction. Yeah. Two mana,
0: yeah. Two man four. four four that also has a thoughtseeds attached to it. Yeah. It's not bad. I, I bet. I bet that's good.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, four dismember because you know colorless removal sure. Four chalice of the void. This is the that was the biggest innovation. Oh, in-
0: uh-huh. and that's the biggest blow to like burn and to like anything. I mean, yeah.
2: Because on the play you could just play a land, simian spirit guide, chalice of the void on one have fun
0: because
2: there's no one drops in this deck
0: That's really awful
2: yeah awful. that's the part that i think really broke it yeah um <laughs> beyond the part where you're just playing five fives on turn three and you know four fours on turn two and whatnot because uh, like there i mean there were turns where people were cracking for like 16 or 20 on turn three it's just insane
0: yeah
2: uh two ratchet bomb which is just another colorless catch-all and then a whole bunch of lands they're uh their non eldrazi lands included they got to play four ghost quarter because you just get to do that uh three vault four blink moth nexus so they just wanted to like beat down mhm right uh when they were able to and then uh two wastes just so they could have something to get um off of a path to exile or uh in response to someone casting a blood moon they can ghost quarter one of their lands to get a waste so they can still cast their uh, reality smashers and uh
0: right oh that's great because it's basic land serious. yeah that's yeah really, oh man that was pretty that's pretty clever super resilient yeah yeah
2: they 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 did they did they really did a number with this deck i think uh, that's
0: an awesome deck i mean it's a, it's an amazing amazing innovative deck that should have never existed
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's that's basically the main deck um and then uh interestingly they have three gutshot in the sideboard which came up um they bring in that in uh, during the mirror match, so they can just snipe an Eldrazi mimic early on, um, just because that's how you like get behind on tempo. Uh, but famously, it came up in they're playing for LSV was playing for top eight against Frank Lapore. Oh yeah, um, and it looked like there's just no way that LSV could lose. He had like I think three creatures to uh, Lapore with no cards in hand and no creatures and at one life going into his draw step. And he actually managed to stabilize because he drew a relic of progenitus, which he was able to then cycle to get a uh, blight herder. Oh wow! Drop that, (laughs) yeah. Get (laughs) totally stabilize the board, and then eventually he got like an eye of Ugin going, and it looked like he he was about to turn the corner, and then uh, LSV top decks got shot,
0: got shot to the head. Yeah, for one. Oh, the feels. That was a
2: really <laughs> great match. Uh, so if there's if there's like any match I would recommend like watching uh from the past pro like from the pro tour, it would probably be that LSV versus uh Frank Lapore match. Although Frank Lapore eventually got in That's to the top amazing. 8. Yeah, yeah. At his first pro tour. Yeah,
0: no doubt, no doubt.
2: Uh he had a very similar um Eldrazi list. It was uh let's see. It was colorless, but it actually ran Blight Herder and Drowner of Hope. Yes. And had it also had four Wasteland Strangler and one Worldbreaker, which is kind of cool.
0: Waiting for those Drowners uh, of Hope to spike. I've got like a dozen of them at least. Oh,
2: well, then, I mean, you're you're probably in luck because uh, Lepore's deck ran four of them. And then the eventual winner ran four of them. Yeah. Red version. Uh, so his, like the blue-red version, basically, four Drowner of Hope, uh, four Eldrazi Obligator main deck. That's pretty cool. Four Sky Spawner, which is amazing. And then one Ruination Guide and four Vile Aggregate. And then the core of four Thought Knot, four uh, Mimic, four Endless One, four Reality Smasher.
0: Pretty awesome.
2: And one Gemstone Caverns, just to luck out.
0: Oh, yeah. Which they did. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> the
2: finals of the Pro Tour.
0: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just That's That crazy. luck
2: counter on there. Feeling pretty good, Game 5.
0: Crazy, crazy, crazy.
2: Yeah. Uh, so,
0: um, cool. So, do you want to crack a pack?
2: Uh, I, do. I do. I do want to take one quick victory lap, although this is bad for the format. But I had, I, had, I had my Blight Herders. Did we talk about this on the show or not? I can't remember if it got cut or not.
0: You, no, I think you talked about it. I don't remember if it got cut. Go ahead and say it.
2: All right. I got to take my – I had a big old box, like 60 or 70 endless ones, and like 40 Blight Herders that I uh, – sh- I, I, I put them in my spec box of shame. Uh, when I bought a bunch of them for like, like I think between forty and fifty cents apiece. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They they're coming out of the box.
0: Nice. <laughs> so. That's pretty awesome. That's a that's a great pickup on the endless ones. Yeah, for sure. If nothing else, the blight herders haven't really hit.
2: Yeah, that's the problem. I don't but, know if they are going. But to. But the
0: endless ones have totally hit, which is just sweet. And uh, assuming they allow this deck to survive longer than another week.
2: Yeah. You know, you've got, <laughs> if um, I could somehow get out of them. Anywhere near 50% of the current price, I will be... Uh, Star
0: City's buying them at 3 bucks each right now.
2: Well, there you go.
0: Just throw them all at Star City. That's 180 bucks right there. Bam.
2: Bam.
0: Not too bad. Uh, so, and that's for the Endless ones, not the blight Herders, obviously. Okay. Um, okay, so let's crack a pack. I'm going to name off some cards. All right. And then um, and then you uh, tell me what whoa, your...
2: pack. We're going to... Bust-a-booster. I don't know what this crack-a-pack business is. It
0: is not copyrighted, and I do not care. So.
2: Breaking uh, boosters.
0: Shut up. Shut your damn up. So, uh, here we go. I'm going to name some, I'm going to name off these uh, commons.
2: Okay, well, go ahead, and then I have some breaking news.
0: Okay, okay. So, I'm going to name these cards, and then I want you to tell me which one you want to pick. Okay. Wee-oo, wee-oo,
3: wee 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 Spoiler yeah. alert contains spoilers for the Shadows Over Innistrad set being released in April of 2016. We did not actually crack a pack for this exercise. We simply used the pack that was cracked and spoiled to mythicspoiler.com We are not in possession of any packs of this set. Please, please, please do not ban us for a thousand years, wizards of the coast, you bastards. Thank you. We now return to...
0: Sound of the Farbogs, Watcher in the Web, Structural Distortion, Expose Evil, Fiery Temper, Furtive Homunculus, Stoic Builder, Lamplighter of Selhoff. Our uncommons are Duskwatch Recruiter, which I should have announced at the beginning of the pack because it's a flip card. Pack Guardian, Invasive Surgery, and our rare is Devil's Playground. Which card do you want to pick?
2: ha. <laughs> I, so I went to Mythic Spoiler because I'm like I don't know any of the cards in Oath, so I better have it up <laughs> so I can actually see what these cards are and what they do. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just default to the rare. I don't, Let's I don't...
0: go for it. No, so okay, so so my point <laughs> is on this is that somebody, not it's not it's not copyright, but it's definitely some sort of violation. Uh, cracked a pack of Shadow Zone over Innistrad and spoiled it and it's public knowledge so we can talk about it it's on the it's on mythic spoiler it's common knowledge so we've got our first taste um unsanctioned of,
2: <laughs> of <laughs> shadows over innistrad boom we did it first crack a pack
0: yeah we got it so uh <laughs> beating them to the punch so let's just go over these cards just because hell this is neat you know We've got a pack. I am Rand- excited. I mean, it's one rare, a bunch of comments, but it's just really cool. So, start with Hound of the Far Bogs. Hound of the Far Bogs uh, is four and a black. It's a zombie hound. Uh, it's a five three. It has delirium. Hound of the Far Bogs has menace as long as there are four or more card types among cards in your graveyard. What? So, so basically, like. If you have creature, enchantment, land, planeswalker, you have delirium active.
2: Why would they put this at common? That's so confusing.
0: It's you know it is what it is, and and I I don't think it's that confusing.
2: It's a little confusing. It's you know, like, what? you don't want like people aren't don't. I guess it's training people to play modern, so they're able to do the tarmogoyf count really quick. Well, let me Actually, tell you, I like that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, well that's true. Let me tell you something right now. Tarmogoyf's going to be in this set. If they if they're using delirium as a keyword ability, I guarantee you that Tarmogoyf goes into this set. Because again, what has Wizards done consistently with the past couple sets? Cheap gimmick to get people to buy packs.
2: The Super last... early spoilers that they can't control. That's what they've the, done with the
0: last set. two sets, the last <laughs> <laughs> The last two sets have had, you know, some cheap gimmick, meaning, like, the expedition lands, to encourage people to buy a ton of packs.
2: Mm, That was a pretty expensive gimmick.
0: It was an expensive gimmick, but it was, you know, it's perfectly cheap for them to print. True. So, you know, they're just printing money, and we're just buying money from them for more money than the money is worth, which means they win. (laughs) So so it's pretty good but i have a all feeling right, i mean, That's you know, enough out of you i'm i'm just saying all i'm saying is that with an ability like this in the set this is the set to put Goyf in because you gotta you, you gotta reprint it hmm if you're wizards
2: what is it at now it, it, did it go I, down? I
0: i i don't feel like uh i don't feel like
2: um modern masters made any impact whatsoever
0: no i i don't Tam, Tamro Goif Is what I type in That's
2: $125
0: Okay, so yeah I, 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 That's actually down from what it was I was going to say, I don't feel like modern prices Go down very often, but You know, sometimes they do I guess they, they spike, and I guess they kind of settle 125 is It's kind of low for what it's been
2: Well, I mean, Tarmogoyf was like Nowhere to be seen At the oh, Pro Tour, yeah, like Goyf anywhere
0: is, Goif isn't showing up right now uh, which is the perfect time to reprint it?
2: Yeah, like the Abzan deck. Uh, I don't think it was running Goyf. That was the only one I saw near the top tables. And then, there, other than that, it was just nowhere to be seen.
0: Right. So people aren't like really super investing in Goyf right now. So this is the right time for a, a Goyf reprint to come out, uh, especially in like a standard set. To put it in standard, it'll be very busted in standard. But when you l- when you've also got big nasty Eldrazi in the format at the same time, you can afford to put something like Tarmogoyf in and have it be at least mildly fair. As fair as Tarmogoyf's going to be in standard. So I think this is the right time, and especially when they're using this as a keyword ability at common, they're probably going to stick Tarmogoyf in this set. I yeah. think that's just something we can, we can infer from this. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't really I mean, give a crap.
2: It is a keyword based entirely on the Tarmogoyf mechanic. Right. So that's not like an unfair assumption to make.
0: No, no, absolutely not. Um, do you want to read Watcher in the Web? This one's hilarious.
2: Watcher in the Web. That sounds like some like fairy tale.
0: Well, it's definitely a magical Christmas land um, kind of uh, ability on it. So go sure. ahead and read
2: it. W- Watcher in the Web is four and a green for a two five creature spider. It's a spider. So, of course, it has reach. And Watcher in the Web can block an additional seven creatures during (laughs) combat. (laughs) I like it. Let me ask you a question. Sure.
0: Do you think they rolled a D20? (laughs) Do you think they just were like, how many, let's see, uh, seven, they can block an additional seven creatures. Do you think they just rolled a 20 to find out how many more creatures it could block?
2: Also a common. This is also a common. Common, that's correct. (laughs) Not complicated at all. For some reason, it can block eight creatures. Oh, it's a spider. That's kind of funny.
0: Eight arms, eight creatures. Yeah, okay. Uh, So it wasn't necessarily a D20, but uh, still pretty sweet. Um, We're going to go through all the... We're going to do commons and uncommons and then the rare. Uh, So that's pretty neat. I like it. I I definitely love that for for limited. It's just a, a really cool ability. Sometimes you go oh my god, they're going to swarm me next turn, I need to stabilize, and you go, this buys me at least a turn, this might take out one or two of their things.
2: Yeah, I like that lingering souls, boom.
0: <laughs> right? Modern staple. Yeah, uh, this so... Literally
2: blocks all four, and doesn't die.
0: Yep, it's true. <laughs> it is very true. Uh, okay, so, Structural Distortion. Structural Distortion, three in a red, it's a sorcery. Exile, target, artifact, or land... Structural distortion deals two damage to that permanence controller. Eh, it's all right. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not crazy about it. Um,
2: I haven't been blown away by any of these comments. Not like like in terms of like why to first pick them.
0: Right. No, for sure. Uh, you know, demolish with with a with a shock that only hits the uh, the opponent demolish you would almost never play i don't think the two damage makes you want to play it anymore no
2: and this isn't battle for zendikar where we're gonna to want to blow up lands
0: right it's, there's no there's no awakened lands here uh you want to go ahead and read uh expose evil
2: sure expose evil is one in a white for an instant you tap up to two target creatures and investigate. Oh my god! Yeah, keep going. Two word se- investigate. This is the first time you've seen this. Yes. Okay, put, great. Put a colorless clue artifact token onto the battlefield with two two generic mana sacrifices. Artifact draw a card. What? The f- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I thought I thought the gold artifact was weird. This I wonder tops it. Yeah <laughs> I want art for this. I really hope
0: um that Josh, uh who's doing the uh classic art tokens project, I really hope he gets stretch a clue. Oh,
2: please.
0: Yeah, stretch goal, clue token, please, and thank you.
2: I wanna I want like the have you ever seen the South Park episode, The Hardly Boys? No, I don't think so. They just get really excited about their clues that they have. And I just want <laughs> I just want a, a mo like I, I just want a token with their, like their image on it.
0: That's great. <laughs> I like somebody wrote, uh, Colin Dean, to give credit. Colin Dean writes in the comments on MythicSpoiler.com, you just know there's going to be a modern mono-blue investigate deck made just so you can call the deck Blue's Clues.
2: That's not bad.
0: It's pretty good. I'd you know, say 6 out of 10. Pretty solid. Uh, okay, so next comment is a reprint. A reprint that Ryan got really excited about when he saw it, because he didn't know it was a reprint, I don't think. He was like, dude, Fiery Temper! And like I even didn't think about it at first, because he was so excited about it, I thought it was a new card. So fiery Temper is a reprint, uh, it was in Torment, I believe, originally, um, and it's uh, one red red, it's an instant. Fiery Temper deals three damage to target creature or player, and it has Madness, for a red so madness is coming back
2: i like that yeah
0: so madness says if you discard this card you may play it for its madness cost instead of putting it into your graveyard so uh madness it's lightning bolt but most of the time it's just kind of you know instant speed arc lightning does damage that's really a lightning
2: strike but for three mana bam got it Kinda. Good card. Good card. <laughs> I like a, that. Now this now now we're talking in terms of a limited card I want.
0: That's a high pick. Yeah, that's a high pick. Expose evils interesting too, um if we're just being, you know, being open-minded cuz uh you know, we're laughing about the investigate uh keyword, but this is a card that long term does replace itself.
2: It's and, for 4 mana. Well, yeah,
0: but it's but it's a late mana sink, you know. It doesn't yeah. it doesn't do it right away. But later in the, you know, you pay two, you tap two creatures. Later in the game, you got eight token, mana sitting honestly.
2: around. <laughs> Come on.
0: Pretty funny. So, they have run
2: out of tokens. There's never going to be a dumber token than that. <laughs>
0: it's pretty good. It's way up there in terms of extremely dumb tokens. Um, <laughs> do you want to read uh, Furtive Homunculus?
2: Sure. I love Homunculi. Yeah. Um, one in a blue for a two-one creature, homunculus with keyword skulk, and this creature can't be. That means that this creature can't be blocked by creatures with greater power. So they keyworded the. Uh, oh God, was that green card with Megamorph that is everywhere and costs a bajillion dollars? Oh, Den Protector. Den Protector. So they Den keyworded Den a Protector.
0: Bajillion dollars.
2: It's ten dollars.
0: It's pretty good. It's all right. I mean, it's it's just
2: it's not bad actually.
0: Slightly better than vanilla, but yeah, no, of course, of course.
2: I mean, it gets in early, and it can kind of get in late unless they have like weird walls, like that, like spider creature. Because generally, like higher, like three or four drops will have higher power and can't block it.
0: Right, right. And if you if you have ways to uh, to pump this after the fact, then that's that's that gets a lot better, you know. But we don't know about anything like that just yet, so. But that could that could make make it even better, but not not at the top of my list uh stoic builder stoic builder is uh two and a green it's creature human and it's a two three when stoic builder enters the battlefield, you may return target land card from your graveyard to your hand
2: that print coming up
0: that's pretty sweet I like that I don't know we're talking basically about limited here with this card. I don't know how relevant returning a land from your graveyard to your hand will be yeah. in this in this format. Although, I believe there's actually a card that it combos with in this pack. I don't remember though. Oh, oh yeah. So, um I'm just going to read it because I'm k- comboing it. Pack Guardian. Pack Guardian uh is two green green It kind of sounds like an unhinged card, but it's not. It's a Wolf Spirit. It's 4-3. It has Flash. Sold. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, listen to this. So, when Pack Guardian enters the battlefield, you may discard a land card. If you do, put a 2-2 Green Wolf Creature token onto the battlefield. That's a really good freaking card.
1: That's a really
0: good card. But, see, like, you know... This combo is pretty nice, and I don't know how much more. Obviously, we're looking at one pack, so we have no idea what else is going to be in the set. But the combo is nice with something like Stoic Builder, where if there are a lot of different things that let you discard land cards, because that was the thing I looked at with Pack Guardian. The first thing I did was looked at Pack Guardian Fiery Tempo, or Temper, mm. and I was like, well, that's a total non-bow. You know what I mean? Because you can't discard a spell to this. Yeah, you know, so you can't get madness off of this. So that would be kinda, a little too good. So I was kind of a little like, well, what the hell's the point? Why do you have a card that lets you discard, and then you've got madness cards, but the card that lets you discard doesn't let you discard madness cards? Seems a little weird. Whatever. Uh, but this, you know, seems interesting. If there's more to this that we'll see down the line, this could be really an interesting um, play off one another with like Pack Guardian, get the land back with Stoic Builder replay it you know it just kind of could could be really neat so that's just something i was thinking about uh do you want to read the lamp lighter of selhoff
2: sure uh lamp lighter of selhoff is uh four and a blue for a three five creature zombie horror and when it enters the battlefield if you control another zombie you may draw a card and if you do discard a card and it's a common and it's okay
0: it's okay yeah definitely
2: it's a little expensive, but I, I, like car- I, like, I like creatures that, like, draw cards. Like those are just really nice fillers for your deck. Endless. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 3-5. I mean, a 3-5 that lets you, that lets you uh, loot isn't too bad at all. Um, you
2: know, it's obviously. not better than Pack Guardian or Fiery Temper, though.
0: Not at all, but it's still pretty decent. So we already read one of the commons. Let me read another common, or another uncommon. Um, I'll read Invasive Surgery. I'll let you read the Werewolf card. uh, Because I'm a nice guy. Thanks. Uh, So Invasive Surgery. Invasive Surgery is one blue. It's an instant counter-target sorcery spell. And then it has Delirium. If there are four or more card types among cards in your graveyard... Search the graveyard, hand, and library of that spell's controller for any number of cards with the same name as that spell. Exile those cards. Then that player shuffles his or her library. Huh. So that's pretty interesting.
2: That is interesting.
0: Yeah. So for one blue, we basically get rid of all the sorceries. You know that seems like it could be really good. Uh, not here. Not in a. You know. Not in draft. No, definitely not as a pack one pick one, but that could be a really, really interesting card in standard and maybe even modern.
2: Yeah, just oh my god, yeah, scape shift. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> nice deck.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, that's pretty. Now, good. what
0: does your deck do? It just kind of cycles through cards and stuff. Oh, that's cute. So yeah, pretty sick. Not for this Not for this exercise. No,
2: absolutely. Like, this is last pick. Yeah, this will get passed. In, this unlimited. Will
0: get, yeah, this will get picked after the land.
2: You know what's um, not last pick? What? Duskwatch Recruiter.
0: All right. Tell me about it.
2: Sure. He's a one and a green for a 2-2 creature, human, warrior, werewolf, and he's a flip card. So you got to announce that when you open the pack if you take him. Isn't that how it works?
0: I think so, yeah. I think you yeah. announce you announce any flip cards in the pack when you open the pack. Mm-hmm. So
2: I like I like that format because I, then I just get to go in on the red-green werewolves and like right. let ev- everyone knows it too. I just get to like stake my corner and be like, that's my corner. You best you best not miss you come at me with this.
0: That's right. That's right, Omar.
1: Now <laughs> I'm
2: them- sitting here, I'm like, I got a werewolf, I got another werewolf, I got another werewolf. That's right, everybody. I have four werewolves. Two of them are green, two of them are red. Act accordingly. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, don't I actually can't, say that, but that's what... I indicate. can't say
0: anything out loud, but look at these cards I'm taking. Holy crap.
2: <laughs> you can't just... But you do have to say, I am taking this card. And, you know, they see oh, and you show it, and you say it's, you know... I don't even know if you have to announce the name or anything, but... Okay, Duskwatch Recruiter, read me this card. All right, Duskwatch Recruiter, one green for a 2-2, creature, human, warrior, werewolf. It's a flip card. It has an activated ability... Two in a green, look at the top three cards of your library. You may reveal a creature card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. Holy crap. Wow, that's good. Um that's, Wow. You can do that as many times as you want. You that is insane. If you get you can draw this guy like super late and then just drop him and then activate that twice and just churn through your deck. Wow. Draw all the gas. And it's a and you know, but hey, on turn two, it's a two drop. And, and since it's a flip card, it has the condition that at the beginning of your upkeep, if no spills were cast last turn, transform Duskwatch Recruiter. So this is like the same uh, flip mechanic as from the original Innistrad. Right. Uh, And so on the backside, it is uh, Kralenhoard Howler, and it is a creature werewolf with power and toughness of 3-3. And creature spells you cast cost one less to cast. That's pretty good. That mm-hmm. is really good.
0: And then what's the flip? Read the. F- yeah,
2: so at the beginning of your upkeep, if a player casts two or more spells last turn, transform him back. Uh, him back, basically to Duskwatch Recruiter.
0: You know what's really unique about this card? This is one of the first flip cards I've seen, where I feel like I almost don't want it to flip.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Where I feel like like an opponent could. Well, you know what's interesting? It's actually
2: perfect because think about it. So you play it on turn two. Then your opponent can do whatever. If they don't if they don't do anything, then on turn three you have a three three that accelerates you, which that seems amazing. So you can cast like a four drop creature on turn three. That seems pretty good. Or
0: or with the flip on the stack, you can activate the ability and then flip it swing for three. Bam.
2: Oh yeah, sure. You can yeah, you can still use his ability if you have nothing relevant in your hand. If you have like it's a still... four drop, just play your four drop. But
0: <laughs> No, but I'm saying like turn two, you mm-hmm. play it. Yeah.
2: And turn if they don't three, do
0: if they don't do anything, you oh oh you don't have two you don't have three mana yet. No. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Okay. You're right. You're right.
2: Um. You well. Yeah, but this also just plays well in terms of it, like, like because there's that was the tension previously. These werewolves is like oh well I don't want to not do anything, but this guy right. he just sets up perfectly for turn three because you untap, you can swing with them. They can just either they either do something or not. If they like don't do anything, then end, end of their turn because it's like there's no restriction on this uh, ability. Uh, go get a creature and then make it a lot easier to cast because that doesn't count as casting a spell. But you still get to use your mana. You get to still like advance your hand at least um, and your board because now you have a three three that makes all your creatures and including the one you probably just drew cheaper. I mean, this just seems fantastic. Yeah, it really does. This could be a rare, to be honest.
0: <laughs> it could. I'm I'm surprised it's not. Uh, this is high on the list, but I mean, there's some really good green cards in this pack. Yeah, I, insane.
2: I think I like this guy more than the the. I don't know, actually. I know that uh, like card has
0: so much value.
2: Yeah, I think I like this guy just because it's harder to get a really good two drop versus a, like a serviceable four drop, and this is about as good a two drop as you're going to get outside of rare.
0: This is a little more splashable, too, than, uh, than double green for pack one, pick one.
2: Yeah. And so. that gets you the value just once. And this guy can just be like a late game finisher. But he also comes down turn two. And he's an accelerant. And he's a big yeah. in the early game. And he's a man. It's just stupid. <laughs> the value. you yeah. couldn't put more value on a card.
0: Yeah, true. Very true.
2: Um, I'm with this guy so far. It's pretty good. Uh, All right. Um, yeah. You, you I'm
0: going to read Dance with Devils dance with devils this is neat and i like this i like this ability a lot too because like devil is a creature type <laughs> that has been around in magic but has never felt like really uh impressive you know i've never really felt like the devil creature type was like a creature type worth like worth a damn as a creature type, anyway. Yeah, this might this might change with this set, with based off of this card and the rare in the pack. Uh, so, Dance with Devils is a uh, three in a red. It's an instant. Put two one one red devil creature tokens onto the battlefield. Hmm. They have when this creature dies, it deals one damage to target creature or player. Hmm, really cool. Like I love these devil tokens. Those the devil tokens, like that's like uh. Mog Fanatic, but Mog Fanatic you could sacrifice
2: Yeah, right? this is like a Goblin Arsonist That's
0: what it was, yeah, Goblin Arsonist There's basically like Goblin Arsonist tokens Which, you know, Goblin Arsonist was a one red card, so, you know Three in a red for uh, two of these doesn't necessarily sound impressive but, you know, on one card you're getting that sort of efficiency where you've got two creatures on one card, so it's not that bad mm, And the um,
2: Flash is pretty good
0: yeah, instant speed, yeah, you're right, yeah. Like you
2: can, like, man, you can block, like, an X one, it dies, you can ping, I mean, it's just, yeah, you can do a lot.
0: Yeah, no, it seem. yeah, that does seem uh, like there's a lot of utility to that, so. Uh, this is pretty good. I'm not exactly sure that it's better than either of the green cards, but it's pretty good, and I'm really excited to see uh, these devil creatures. Uh, why don't it can build a the...
2: 4-4, too, I mean.
0: It's true, yeah, it's absolutely true, yeah, this can trade with a 4-4, which isn't too bad. Uh, why don't you read the rare in the pack? Uh,
2: yeah, uh, it is called Devil's Playground. Hmm, it's uh, four red red for a sorcery, and you put four one one red devil creature tokens onto the battlefield, and they have the same ability as we just discussed.
0: For some reason, this feels way less impressive.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sorcery six mana for four of them. Uh, how's that a rare?
0: I don't know. I mean, because it makes it makes four creatures that deal damage when they die? Like, uh, what was the... There was a six-mana, uh, spell that made four goblins. Wasn't it six-mana? Uh... Goblin Rally. It it, it was five-mana to make four 1-1 red goblins. It's so funny, so in... (laughs) For Mythic Spoiler... In the Thesaurus section, there's usually like cards that it compares to. They compared this to Goblin Rally and Dance with Devils. I was like, really? Already?
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really fast. funny,
0: so that's that's really good. Um Yeah, I'm not sure that this is any good at all. I mean, I don't know, though. Devils might be a really important uh creature type in this set. This is still very early to tell. Uh but uh, you know, I mean, four creatures on one card isn't bad. Six mana is super expensive for it. I feel like if it was five mana, like Goblin Rally, I'd be like all in on this, mm-hmm. and it would probably justify the rare uh, ability, like rareness of it. I think that like
2: it must ha- have been something they came to from testing with actually playing these things because this is like kind of a new effect, really. That right, it is. Like it, just even reading like the last one, Dance with the Devil, Dance with Devils, it was kind of hard to initially see. All the utility you get out of that ability, especially right. especially at instant speed, which I think I like that one a little better.
0: I think that this that's where this card really gets hurt, is that it's sorcery speed.
2: But on defense, like, it's really hard to attack into this. Like, there, there's just too much math you have to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. This is a really, this would be a really great card to, like, stabilize if you're behind.
2: Yeah, and like, if they're at four, if they're at four life, then you just, this kills them.
0: Well, potentially. You can't sacrifice them.
2: Well, yeah, but then you untap and swing with them.
0: That, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. So, yeah, so not bad, but I still don't think I would take it over any of the other cards. I don't even think I'd take this over Dance with Devils.
2: Are we going to get a Tibalt, uh, reprint? <laughs>
0: no, I think if anything, they would give you a Tibalt upgrade.
2: No, oh, yeah, th- they have to. <laughs> I don't Tybalt, think they directly Tybalt ascended, reprint. Tybalt resurrected.
0: Yeah. Like, Tybalt, the experience. actually slightly playable that magic would be card. That so
2: cool. They got to redeem him. Tybalt the
0: redeemed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best. He could, like, just make, like, if he, like, had, like, a plus ability or zero ability that made these tokens. <laughs> like, then we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of cool, actually. It's Ooh, funny. and if he still had, like, a discard, he likes to discard, and this is a madness set.
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: This yeah. is coming back and this time he'll be playable. Uh-huh. Yeah, here first.
0: Yeah, sweet. <laughs> That's great. All right, so uh so pick time. 5 seconds. No, not not actually 5 seconds, but you know what I'm saying. I'm calling I'm calling the draft. Uh Duskwatch
2: so. recruiter pick 1, uh if not that fiery Temper.
0: Cool, cool. I think I'm going to Yeah, you know, I'm not crazy about Pack Guardian. Pick one, but damn, is it a powerful card. really good. It's a really powerful freaking card. Discard a land. You basically get six power on the board Mm -hmm. for four mana at instant speed, no
2: less. That's pretty good, yeah. Oh, man. I think
0: think to be different from you, Uh, I don't know, though, because, see, like, you take Pack Guardian. Someone else is going to take that recruiter.
2: Oh, I'm taking the recruiter, and I'm announcing it. That's, what, that's yeah. the thing I like. I'm putting my – I'm like this is like as good a way to plant your your, your flag in the sand as any uh, as the werewolf guy. Yeah. Because you're not going to get much – You're not outside of rare, it doesn't seem like you can get a lot more value than this. Because um, there's probably going to be a bunch of big clunky ones, but I can't yeah. imagine there being any better ones at two.
0: So you're taking Duskwatch Recruiter and you're announcing
2: it. I'm taking Dusk, Duskwatch Recruiter and I'm announcing it. I'm saying, guys, I'm taking the green werewolf creature. I can't remember his name. Oh, yes, it's Duskwatch Recruiter.
0: Cool. I am... Uh, I'm going to take the Fiery Temper. Nice. Because I'm looking at this pack. Watcher in the Web is the only thing with greater than 3 toughness.
2: Mmm. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, no, that's not true. Lamplighter of Selhoff is 3-5. Sure, sure. But still, like, I mean, that seems like, you know, Pack Guardian meet Fiery Temper. You just paid 4 mana and discarded a land card to get a 2-2 two, two token. So, not great. But I think, I think you know, and then, and also... That's the only removal in this entire pack, which might be a little telling as well. Yeah. So, so you know, if removals at a premium, and uh, we're looking at a lot of lower power or lower toughness creatures, I think the fiery temper might be the way to go. There are a number of creatures. There are a number of picks though that could be equally good. I mean, I think dance with devils would be a perfectly uh, justifiable pick one, and I think either of the green uncommons as well would be really good. So, uh, so cool. So, yeah, so there we go.
2: There you go. We
0: beat, we beat everyone to it. (laughs) (laughs) We did it first and now we're banned for life, but Hey, it was a good run. So, you know, worth it, worth it. (laughs) Not bad at all. Uh, so, um, in addition to this, uh, the last thing I want to talk about, and those pre-release events are coming up beginning of April. I'm actually going to miss the Shadows pre-release. Oh, no. It's Wrestlemania weekend. Ah. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm out. Like, I'm out. I'm gone all weekend. Maybe we could go to a Midnight or something. I'll midnight seems like a good time to go to a Shadows over Innistrad Spooky. pre-release. Yeah. Get, to get your black eyeliner. Um,
2: seems weird they wouldn't do this set in the fall.
0: Like for Halloween?
2: Yeah. Maybe that's a little too corny.
0: No, maybe just the time. You know, timing was right. This is You know, know, because you got to take into account more than just the flavor. They're building a format, you know, Uh, they're building a standard format. They're building a limited environment. I mean, the limited environment could take place at any point in the year, but this might have just been the right time to have this set enter standard. um, Yeah. Post rotation. They they
2: also announced the second uh, of the set. Yeah.
0: That's what I was going to actually, that was the last thing. Okay. Tell me. Tell me. I don't
2: know how to pronounce this Eldritch Moon
0: sounds like you know how to pronounce it. You just pronounced it.
2: I mean, I I attempted to. I don't know if that's correct.
0: It sounds about Uh, right.
2: It is an adjective. And the definition is weird and sinister or ghostly. (laughs) He.
0: Very nice. Very nice.
2: And uh, they got some art. And it's uh, Liliana with a bunch of zombies coming out of the graveyard.
0: Not bad.
2: Ooh, reprint Liliana. They won't do that
0: reprint Liliana the dark realms yeah. I think they would <laughs> not, you missed you missed the fact that I mentioned the worst Liliana not the one you were talking oh
2: about. okay <laughs> that would be hilarious
0: <laughs> we've got a Liliana reprint folks it's Liliana the dark realms have fun no I think they could again if they're gonna put Goyf in the set they might as well put Liliana the veil in the set Again, cheap marketing ploys. We're suckers for them; we buy into them all the time. And 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 I think that uh, I think that this set should be no; it will be no exception. I think we're going to get Goyf. I th- I'm going to go ahead and just be bold and say we're going to get the Liliana reprint as well.
2: That'd be boring. It wouldn't be; it would uh, boring. Although it would work so perfectly with Madness.
0: Yeah. See, there you go. See you're now you're using your noodle. <laughs> so yeah, I mean I think that like, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be new and exciting to, to move packs and to move boxes and cases, you know. I think that you know, two boring hundred dollar card reprints isn't that boring when you look at it that way. <laughs> when you when you when you talk about it that way.
2: Nope, I'm bored. Next bored after next.
0: This? Yeah. Bring on battle for shards to Alara, Zendikars, and the bars.
2: I've been forcing a uh, green-white in uh, Oath of the Gatewatch, like, just repeatedly. Yeah? And having a lot of success, actually.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, it seems like a really powerful combination with the support. Like, this is the support deck.
2: Oh, yeah, it's just busted. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, if you just build your deck so that you have, like, a reasonable chance of going two, three, four... Um, for being the uh, legac, yeah, it's just insane.
0: I think you mentioned this last week. I, I don't know. remember if I cut it or not. Well, yeah,
2: then I tried uh, drafting a bunch of other crappy decks, and oh, really, losing. But now, I, like, I think I don't know how many drafts I've one with just just brute force and green white, which is kind of huh. silly. Don't do it. Don't do that. That's bad. It's a bad habit. But it's the type of deck I like to play, like just dumb big creatures, aggressive creatures, and uh, it's been working great.
0: Well that's the thing is that I don't think like if you take a couple early green uh, early white picks mm-hmm. I think that you can just get green cuz nobody wants to draft green for some reason so Oh, I've been
2: like first picking the green white <laughs> uncommon support guy like just like nice. just really planting the flag. <laughs> that's funny.
0: That's funny. Wow. Yeah. Well cool. Yeah, I mean well, if, you know, you got something that works and it's and it's hasn't, you know, stopped working, Ain't keep, working doing
2: yet. Yeah,
0: keep doing it yet. Yeah, keep doing it.
2: The shoulder to shoulder, all those guys, fun stuff. Yeah, loam so- larva, just gotta get those. <laughs> anything? Wow, loam larva, huh? Well, it lets you splash like because by the time you get to uh, like BFZ, like you can get like almost any gold card super late.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, um, that makes um, sense.
2: And then sometimes like you'll just see like gold cards like the uh, uh, the null bailoff null. Yeah, and like that's just really easy to splash. So. Uh,
0: yeah, it's it, and it's stupid good.
2: Yeah, so Lone Larva really helps you splash like the really stupid cards, and it's also just like a nice little body to support onto. You just really want one or two drops uh, into three drops, uh, either shoulder to shoulder or like a Scion Summoner into Legak. Uh, right. So Lone Larva just does that. It's like one of the worst bodies you can uh, dump some counters onto, but I mean a two four on turn three is no joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's fine. And then, it, yeah, then it helps you, like, just pick up the scraps for the late game power that you normally wouldn't have.
0: Right. True.
2: By picking, like, a third splash color.
0: Right, right, right. Which I'm always scared to do, and it seems like it just makes that easy. Yep. Not bad. Awesome. So, uh, great. Uh, next week, what do we got next week?
2: <laughs> I have no idea.
0: Oh, I'm going I'm to play FNM this Friday.
2: Oh, snap.
0: You gonna play FNM this Friday? Uh, I'm
2: going to Plano for some dinner. Ah, ah, know.
0: Right on. Well, I will have uh, my first taste of standard with the Goblin deck because I'm gonna play it. I'm playing Crouching Goblin, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> playing the deck in Houston because I don't care.
2: All no right. fear. Yeah, let me know what cards you need. I'll uh, I'll, I'll round them up for you.
0: Yeah, right on. So I'll have that to talk about, and we'll have more standard results to talk about. We'll see if uh, anything breaks out of the four-color throw-a-bunch-of-good-cards-in-a-deck. Like how uh, to beat
2: the four-color Rally Menace? Yeah, just, ugh. Oh, you know what's interesting? I was reading a Sam Black article, and yeah. he had talked to some people at the, in development, and yeah. they had not tested Reflector Mage and Constructed at all. <laughs> And it shows
0: how, how
2: they just didn't. They didn't think they didn't put it in there. <laughs> they thought it was a limited card only. They wanted to make the blue white decks a little better. So they gave it an extra toughness and the claws that, you know, you couldn't recast the thing. Because they Jeez. thought it would be it would make it more attractive for limited, which it does. Really? But it's like that's like, that's not as bad in limited because you have a bunch of just random cards of different casting costs. Right, cast. right. In Constructed, you know, you're you're running, like, four out of everything, so it's just back-breaking.
0: Why would they not test any car? I don't even understand that. I know. That hurts my brain.
2: Yeah, I know. I read that. I'm like, oh, God, this is that really hurts such an annoying format.
0: That really hurts my brain. Yep. We didn't test it. Isn't that what you're supposed to be doing?
2: It's like uh, it's I
0: not my to... job to test the cards. It's your job. Yep, <laughs> I'm supposed to just play them. You're supposed to run them through the ringer and then put them out. Yeah, how? It's Wait, like it's like uh, whenever oh, you... like
2: uh, professional athletes show up like out of shape. I'm like, oh, I mean, it's only your entire job. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like I'm out of shape. That's fine. <laughs> no Hashtag bro.
0: Vince Young. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, there's, there's so, so many. Blow. Just pile on to that poor guy, James man. James Harden.
2: it's a lot of yeah. guys.
0: He's had a lot. He's had a lot. Kyle
2: Lowry this? in the past. Shaquille O'Neal was guilty of this many seasons.
0: That, true, true. He's like,
2: ah, I'll, just, I'll get into shape by the playoffs. It's like, okay.
0: <laughs> Basketball, you can kind of do that a little more than you can in football, though. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, you'll just get in shape. <laughs> if you just play a, like a, an A2 game schedule, Like you'll get in shape.
0: Well, plus like half the teams make the playoffs. That's yeah. the other thing. I'm, it's, a, it's kind of one of those things where it's unfortunate to me that basketball feels like the, like the season itself doesn't really matter unless your team's just awful.
2: The season is the preseason to the playoffs. Or if right. the team's really bad, the preseason to the, the draft. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: yeah, it's weird. It's weird to have a sport where the entire regular season doesn't feel important which I don't know, it might be one of the reasons why it's not super attractive for me to follow. You know, like like game to game, week to week.
2: It's a lot of games. Yeah. I can't even imagine baseball where it's just like, you know what, let's just play two today.
0: But baseball's different, though. Baseball is really a long season, but the but it shakes out. And, like, there's only so many teams that make it. There's a lot of teams that don't taste the postseason yeah. after – Sitting, after having to go through all that They still don't get postseason play Where like you sit through a long season in basketball But you're like 50% from the get-go To make the playoffs Yeah, that's true Which, which is just kind of, you know Weird and, and It's just an odd system But I don't know I, I like baseball I like the grind of baseball uh, Because there is a lot at stake And there there is a lot of, you know There aren't a lot of teams that, that get to play on Past the season so. True so most, for most of the time, the season is your season. It's what you get to see your team Yeah, do. the
2: stakes are higher, and the consolation of the draft is a lot lower just because it's harder for one dude to make an impact. That's
0: true, yeah. yeah he,
2: you know, you get, you get like, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a crappy team this year, I mean, you have a good shot at Ben Simmons, and he's, like, ridiculous. And, like, when there's only five players on the court at any one time, when you upgrade 20% of your starting team <laughs> with, with one draft pick, I mean, that's, that's huge.
0: Right, I mean, well, that's the other thing is that like first round picks in baseball, they're you're not going to see ninety nine percent of them for like five years. Yeah, you know, so it's it's really not a high impact, immediate impact. Oh, yeah. sort of and I, thing.
2: I can like fly across the country to boo a draft pick, and he could be putting up you know sixteen points, ten rebounds game <laughs> that year.
0: You literally did that. It's so funny.
2: <laughs> And
0: then you were totally on board by the time the
2: season started. Oh, yeah. I uh... shamelessly was like, oh, I love this guy. He's like my. (laughs) It's great. I had my ringtone as his little song. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid.
0: So funny, man. That's great. All right. Uh, Well, anyway, so next week we'll talk about standard and um, we'll see if uh, I have Ugin still legal and modern. So,
2: yeah, I'll uh... I'll spend a few brain cells on breaking uh, four color rally. How to beat it. How to beat it. Please, have please. T-
0: I'm going to need the answer because it's probably what I'm going to lose to all night on Friday. Okay. So so I... so let me know by next week what I could have done wrong. And Well, first of all, I, I'll just say, you know, uh, Hollowed Moonlight is one of the cards that, uh, you know, is already uh, showing up in sideboards as an answer to the deck.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a four of.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, unplayable in any deck that I'm playing because I'm not playing those colors. So we'll see. But anyway, let's go ahead and get off here uh, so I can get ready for work and you can
2: get on get to the gym. It.
0: Yeah. And that's all we have for this week. And until next time, we are Yo! MTG Taps.
2: Stop bitching. Start mm, lifting. No, start brewing. No, was it start brewing? It's start brewing, right? It's start brewing. Start, start brewing. Start, start booing. Boo. Boo this
1: man. Yeah, yeah, we're on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, the album's already done. Yeah, yeah, collect the funds before we do these shows. Gotta go on the press run. Yeah, yeah, we're on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, the album's already done. Yeah, yeah, collect the funds before we do these shows. Gotta go on the press run. Yo, the rhyme raise more eyes once I arrive through the doors. YoMTG Taps is available
0: every Friday on legitmtg.com, iwantmymtg.com, mtgcast.com, iTunes, Stitcher, BrainLink, Telegraph, and via Passenger Pigeon at pigeoncast.com. Questions, comments, or free sticker requests that I will hopefully one day get around to can be sent to yoMTGtaps at gmail.com. The intro music is the song Press Run by the amazing Baltimore MC You'll Never Know and is produced by W. Additional background music produced by Logic Marsalis. Purchase all of their music at magneticmoments.bandcamp.com. That's Magnetic with a K. Seriously, purchase all of their music. Find us on Twitter and Facebook to guarantee infinite happiness forever. Finally, make sure to check out my weekly limited stream, Head Games with Big Head Joe, every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash legitmtg. Thanks for listening, and we'll see
3: you next week.